0: Hey, thank you so much, CJ. That was awesome.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate you for having me. and I'm glad to be back.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you hear the music. It's, um, you know, straight from Vegas to our telephones.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, make sure you guys check out those music NFTs. Me and my son work really hard on those. It's a project between me and my nine-year-old son. And we do all of our marketing on social media and in the metaverse Decentraland. And it's been an amazing journey over the last five months. So I I love, that's how me and Kelly met. We met in Decentraland, we DJing a party. So it's just crazy how worlds can collide and just amazing where we're going.
0: Yep. We met in the metaverse. (laughs) All righty. So yes, thank you. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I'm really excited to have any, you know, everyone here today. And, you know, as more people come into the room, I have a couple of little questions That I would like to ask, you know, we love learning more about everyone who's here. So could everyone share an emoji if you're a fan of Sean Kelly? And I think we're going to see like everyone do this, but because I mean, who isn't? And then share an emoji if you're new here and you've never been to one of our spaces before. Okay, uh, no emojis, <laughs> no emojis for that one. All right, and then uh, share an emoji if you have one of Sean's NFTs, that would be me.
2: Yay. <laughs> okay, Caitlin. Yeah, I, I wish I could share a jealous emoji because I want one of those chibi dinos. They look awesome. All right, so for everyone out there, uh, share an emoji if you have been buying all the NFTs you can see a couple people sharing all right uh share another emoji if you are new to nfts uh and you have bought a few but you haven't bought all the ones you can yet but you're on your way we all know it's an addiction all right a good one (laughs) and then share an emoji if you haven't bought any nfts yet but you want some all right awesome thanks guys
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I cannot do that. Like, fortunately, I have all the NFTs. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have all the NFTs. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I just thank you so much for uh, coming in here today, Sean. Um, I think, you know, most of you have probably heard of him. um, But here's a little intro in case, you know, some of you just popped in and you haven't been here before. So Sean is a 25-year-old millionaire. (laughs) And he single-handedly created his first million-dollar business selling jerseys featuring rap artists, and that's called Jersey Champs. And then from there, he launched a PPE um, uh, project where he sold uh, N95 masks during the pandemic, and that generated uh, $15 million in 2020. So that's very, very impressive. And now Sean is making a splash in the Web3 space, and his first collection sold out in 18 minutes 18 freaking minutes (laughs) like you have to like step back and think about you know think about that for a second but i was reading about that and i was like wait a minute that's like not even 20 minutes and um yeah so his uh company was also recently acquired so we're going to talk a little bit about that in a bit
2: and for everyone here uh of course, we all know Kelly Ann, but just for some background for anyone who might be new, um, Kelly Ann is the founder and CEO of Vault Lab, uh, where I also work. Uh, we work within the intersection of Web 2, Web 3, and social good. Right now, we are working with some fun projects involving the United Nations, CDC, National Minority Quality Forum, and more. Yes, the UN is getting into NFTs. Uh, she also co-founded Into the Meta News, a Web3 news blog, and HomeCon, an official Twitch partner that has raised more than 800,000 attendees, and more, and more than 100 celebrities working together to raise funds for the resp- for first responders throughout the pandemic. In 2021, she was dubbed one of the top 100 most inspiring women by Inc. Magazine, and we're super proud to uh, have watched that happen.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I didn't actually expect that. So yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, thank you, Caitlin. Hi, Sean. How are you today?
3: I'm good. How you doing?
0: Really good. Good. I'm so happy you're able to take time out. I know you've been really busy. I know you were at VCon earlier this week. So um, thank you for hopping in
3: yeah of course vcon was fun and then i'm at this other conference in vegas this week too
0: oh wow okay so you are in the same place that cj's in right now vegas yeah so um i also have uh, some friends here today so ari's here and he adds up communications at zengo eliza's here she's the ceo of blockchain media and we also have rowdy in here he's uh it, known as the Twitter Spaces Bouncer. <laughs> so just in case we need some bouncing. <laughs> Alrighty, so um, I first of all, I wanted to start uh, off with talking about, you know, Jersey Champs because you started that when you were 20 years old. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about of that, uh, you know, a little bit about that and how it started? I heard it started in your dorm room.
3: Yeah, so I went to college in New Jersey, Rutgers University. I started it there and it was basically a company that sold uh, jerseys. Basketball jerseys were our top sellers. Um, and I uh, started it because I was just a broke college student trying to make some side money to afford you know alcohol on the weekends or whatever. But then it turned into like a bigger, uh, bigger company, and it got to the point where I had to uh, drop out if I wanted to continue running it, since I was spending so much time on it. But then we were able to uh, make jerseys for a ton of NBA players, celebrities, and uh, that's pretty much where I learned how to how to do marketing and guerrilla marketing, social media marketing, all that type of stuff.
0: Okay, so. But so you didn't drop out. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> or you did?
3: <laughs> no, I did. Sophomore year.
0: <laughs> okay. No, no, that's fine. I actually left college early, early myself because I had an offer at USA Today and I was like, peace. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. I ended up going Gosh. back late, later. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's really cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, you've done a lot. Um, you know, for people who don't know, you get shout outs from people like Mark Cuban on the regular. Um, You work with rappers, you work with sports stars. Um, I mean, and then in addition to that, you distributed N95 masks um, and you're creating NFTs. (laughs) So you have a diverse background. What interested you uh, most about Web3 and how did you, you know, take what you were doing and make the move into Web3?
3: Yeah, it was interesting. I got into it about oh, February of last year, I believe. I got into it through a coin called OMI, which uh, it's part of a company called Vive Collectibles, and they make NFTs with uh, a lot of big brands. And that was sort of my first step in. I just bought the token. I didn't buy any of the NFTs, but I thought it was really interesting and uh ended up doing really well off the token so took some of the profits there and invested into nba top shot next because i'm a huge basketball fan and uh from there that's when i started getting into profile picture nfts at the time it was like board a pudgy penguins a bunch of the og collections just coming out and uh yeah i got into it from there and then launched my own chibi dinos in august of last year and uh i incorporated jersey champs into it all the characters have basketball jerseys on them and i made sure to make the uh the jerseys in real life as well so holders could get jerseys um and then from there a month after that sold out i started an nft marketing agency because everyone was hitting me up and i was just turning them down but i turned down so many good opportunities i actually turned down nft worlds which still haunts me they uh they hit me up to do their marketing and I could have got a percent of that company and they ended up being one of the blue chip projects now. So yeah. So I ended up starting that and then that just got acquired two weeks ago by infinite world. So it's been a crazy journey.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so now you are connected to it, right? Since it's, since it's been acquired
3: yeah um it was like an aqua hire so i'm part of the company now and uh, i brought my team over
0: so i have to ask you how did it feel and like when you were building your nft collection so you know you're building it and you know before it goes live you don't really know what's going to happen exactly so like how how did it feel to you know go live and then sell out so quickly
3: Yeah, I was so nervous. I I still remember vividly. I don't think I'll ever forget, like, leading up to mint, like, I don't even drink, but I uh, started pouring some tequila because I was super nervous, like, because there's a lot on the line. Um, Your reputation's on the line, because if you don't do well, it's kind of embarrassing. And I had a lot of friends, like, believing in it. So I was super nervous. Um, But luckily, it did well. So here we are today.
0: Yeah, and I yeah, and I love them. <laughs> so they're really cute, and and I got one. And, <laughs> and <laughs> love
3: it. Did you and, mint or you bought one?
0: Oh, I I bought one off of OpenSea. Oh <laughs> uh, Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I missed it. Like I missed the yeah. <laughs> I missed the early. Got the late. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so did you drink the uh? Did you drink the drink or <laughs> were you like?
3: yeah i was uh definitely drinking during the mint leading up to the mint because it was the longest 18 minutes of my life
0: <laughs> so you are drank for 18 minutes
3: <laughs> yeah it was yep. real once it finished and it's just such a good feeling because it was a lot of people's first nft ever so it was just such a good feeling to bring like over a thousand new people into the nft space and people still come up to me today and tell me like that was the first NFT they got and now they're making a living off of Web3 NFTs.
0: That's great. Yeah, I love how you brought so many people into this space.
4: Uh, Sean, hey, it's great to meet you. You know, your story is so inspiring. Um, What advice would you give to younger entrepreneurs or artists who are listening right now or who are going to be listening to the recording and they want to get started and they want to build their own NFT collection or community? Uh, If you were in their shoes, uh, how should they get get started and what advice would you give them?
3: Yeah, in terms of artists, so I only have experience with generative collections. I never went down the one-of-one route. I know there's a market there, but just speaking from generative collections, if you're an artist, there's a lot of potential if you align yourselves with the right people um so if you're gonna consider doing an nft project you're gonna need to partner with someone really good in marketing and someone that's had prior success in other industries and you want to make sure it's a docs team in my opinion um because these days people have a lot of trust issues with nfts but i mean you can make you know a good living i gave my artist 40 percent of the mint so They ended up making over a million dollars just from making Chibi Dinos, and I changed that person's life forever. So it's a good feeling, and I love supporting artists.
4: That's amazing. So I think you you make a great point that you shouldn't go it alone, especially if it's your first time, right? It's about building relationships and partnering with others who have experience in the space
3: already. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to do it alone unless you're an artist that already has a huge following. But even then, I still recommend partnering with marketing because it'll just enhance the project and you can focus on what you're good at.
4: Okay, awesome. And I also think it's fair to say that, um, unfortunately, we've entered some sort of crypto winter. Um, But something interesting that I think we're seeing this time is within the NFT space, there's actually a lot of resilience Um, some projects are even hitting some of their best levels of engagement yet, which, you know, I personally wouldn't have expected to see. Um, You know, how are you seeing things based on the projects uh, that that you're involved with? And and why do you think that that might be the case?
3: Yeah, it is interesting. um, Not every single project got impacted. Uh, A lot of them did. But I think there's still, you know, there's still products every day selling out. So, there's still a market. It's just a lot more um, like you need to be tapped into the web three crowd. I think it's like um, we just did the McLaren NFT last week. And the way I went about marketing that one was partnering with all the alpha groups, all the big NFT people. We made like custom one-on-one McLarens for a lot of big NFT Twitter accounts. And um, that's the cool thing about the NFT space. If you have the right IP, Or brand behind it you don't really need to spend any money on marketing um so that's what i learned from that project because when i was doing chibi dinos i was spending a good amount of money
5: hey sean it's eliza long time no speak (laughs) yeah i'm sure you're sick of seeing my name in your inbox every morning (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) Well that's good to hear. Um, I wanted, sorry my dog is crazy in the background everyone, but I wanted to just jump in and since you were speaking of uh, how to market and do some cool things and it was hard
2: for Chibi in the beginning,
5: but now you're kind of striving at that, could you touch a little bit about your partnerships with the NBA players and what other cool things are going to come to Chibi in the future?
3: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, when I was launching chibi i was uh getting a lot of feedback from a lot of the top nft twitter people and all the traders and flippers and stuff and a lot of them were against influencer marketing celebrity using celebrities to promote your project so i tried to go about it like as organic as possible leveraging the nba players i was already working with jersey champs on with and uh I basically made them team captains of each team. We have 10 teams at Chibi Dinos. And I took 10 NBA players, made them team captains, had them join the Discord and like hop on voice chats and made a separate chat for each team and had them talk in there. Because uh, I feel like that's more engaging for our holders to be able to talk to their favorite players rather than just paying paying an NBA player for a tweet and then never hearing from them again. Um, So I think that's important with any project to make sure if you are going to use influencers to have them part of the brand, whether that's giving them equity or giving them, you know, specific things to do. And uh, yeah, we just added three more, I think, the past couple months. We added Bobby Portis last week, um, Terrence Mann on the Clippers. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep working our way up once we get some more funding we're in the middle of raising right now so should be pretty exciting
5: that's awesome are we <laughs> you guys at the nft nyc conference coming up
3: yeah i'm pumped for that I'm, I'm speaking there i heard everyone just goes to the side events though so we'll see if anyone shows up
0: excited i'll be too. Okay. How are you coming out we are sending some people from the blog, but um, uh, t- TBD on me. <laughs> oh no, come out! We have- <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that I did see the um, like on Instagram. I did see Bobby walking off of a private jet with the logo on it. Like so, <laughs> so um, do you all? So, did your NFT collection have a private jet? <laughs> I have to ask.
3: <laughs> I wish. I mean, I hop on Jet Smarter for like 200 bucks, so that's good enough for me.
0: Oh, yeah, I like them. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: Hey, Sean, how's it going? Hey, good, yeah? Uh, pretty good. Man, this is all happening so fast. How's your head wrapping around it?
3: It's crazy. It's uh, yeah, It's yeah. been fun. It's also been
6: stressful. I got a couple
3: gray hairs already.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, there's die for that. But uh, no, listen, uh, yeah, super uh, impressed with your success. And uh, I, I like where you're going with this. Obviously, you know, we're all here uh, in the crypto world, fans in the crypto world. And I've been talking to Kelly about these things uh, for months now. And one of the big things that we've been seeing, of course, is gaming and gaming tokens, which your project's involved in, and you've got an ecosystem going into it. And this is really kind of uh, me personally, I see all of this kind of going forward with the gaming crypto side of the house exploding, impacting with NFTs and the metaverse. And so can you kind of like go over, um, you know, how you see, you know, this sort of gaming token working into the ecosystems that you have env- envisioned?
3: Yeah, yeah. So, just on a basic level, my whole um, strategy around the token was: if you had a dino, you could use it in the game and earn token, which you could, similar to Axie Infinity, which you could then exchange for, you know, whatever you want and cash out. So that was the original plan. It's gotten kind of complicated now that we're in the bear market. So we pushed the token back. We were going to launch it this month but I figured it was kind of a bad time and we're also studying what all the other uh, play to earn companies are doing because I'm trying to see if the model is sustainable to be honest because it seems like a lot of uh, tokens seem to end up crashing as there's more guilds that enter and they're just dumping all the time so we're still trying to figure out a sustainable way to build the gaming ecosystem but um the game's looking sick. I gotta admit, I've been playing the beta, and it's it's going to be different than anything out there on the market.
6: <laughs> well, yeah, no, I like the fact that you, your hesitation and caution on that. But clearly, I mean, it's a it's a very volatile market, and there's so many uh, projects out there that the the, the sheer volume definitely does uh, you know cause that boom pump and dump type of concept based on hype. But I think based on what you're doing. And also the awareness people have of your project and the success of it, that if you do take that sort of um, pragmatic approach, uh, you can see how having success. I mean, I will say, I, I know people don't know, but I say it all the time, I'm a big SHIB fan, SHIB Army fan and their metaverse system, and they've taken a very slow, pragmatic approach at it uh, and going on, hey, maybe you should give them a call. Maybe you could do a little bit of collaboration going on there. I mean, they'd always be down for that, eh?
3: I'm down if you could arrange that. They're one of the biggest tokens, aren't they? I would say that
0: Kelly
6: yeah. and I might might know someone that <laughs> might be totally down with doing a collaboration. So.
0: He probably doesn't know, but yeah, we happen to host events for them. <laughs> so we might be able to find someone.
6: That's awesome. All right, Sean, so pleasure meeting you, man. Absolutely
0: yeah and i'm just looking through can you do you want to talk about um nft gorillas uh, before we go into audience questions because i think you're doing lots of cool stuff there
3: yeah that that company evolved so quickly it was pretty wild at first i just made it to um help my friends out like with marketing their projects but then it turned into like all these big companies started reaching out and i had to really legitimize it and that's part of the reason I sold it to Infinite World because uh, no one's going to take... I didn't even have an LLC made at the time. So any big company wouldn't even take me serious. And uh, Infinite World already had McLaren as a client. So that was a really big turn on for me to to get working on something like that as soon as I signed. And uh, I think we did pretty well with that project. And now we're talking to some of the biggest brands and it's super exciting. Like You're going to see all these fortune 500 100 companies enter the space throughout the next few years i know um uh, starbucks just announced they're coming we're talking to some big airlines and some other big car brands so you're going to see some real life utility actually happening with these nft projects pretty soon
0: yeah i'm excited for it i know that we've been covering a lot (laughs) you know the big brands who are getting into the metaverse and People don't even realize. And I think what's going to happen is all of a sudden it's going to be 2023 and everyone's going to be like, wait a second, what's going on? (laughs) And, you know, like all these brands, I mean, even Walmart and uh, like CVS are, you know, uh, filing uh, to get, you know, into the metaverse and just, you know, start doing things with NFTs. I don't know if they know what they're going to do yet, but they're definitely working on it.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what they do because – They have so much data on everyone. I'm sure they could execute pretty well.
0: Yeah, so now if it's okay with you, then we can open it up to some questions. um, If anyone would like to to ask questions from the audience, you just would need to request and we can bring you up.
6: You got them intimidated, Kelly. (laughs) I know.
0: I was like, oh, gosh. Okay. I've I've
4: got another question, (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) Yeah,
0: And I think CJ also does. Okay, go ahead.
4: (laughs) All right. So, Sean, I I think, I mean, it's such a great project. And I have no doubt, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are probably a lot of folks who bought their first NFT because of you. Um, Did you find that because of, I guess, this really amazing connection now between basketball and Web3. Uh, new folks are starting to enter this ecosystem and you know what sort of experiences are these people having? Are they ready? Are they confused? Did you find as though you had to help get folks in or do you, do you think that we're ready to bring the next billion people into Web3?
3: yeah the basketball space and nfts was an interesting one for sure because i feel like top shot got a lot of people into the nft space um like it got me in and i know a ton of other people in um but then they just they made so many of them that the market got saturated so people started getting some uh the people just started losing money i guess so that was interesting to see play out and then there was a couple basketball players, John Wall and uh, De'Aaron Fox that launched NFTs. That went really bad. And that's sort of the problem also when these celebrities and brands don't partner with the right people. It, uh, it ends up being a really bad look for them and their audience. And um, it gives like a cash grab vibe. So that's another thing. People And it's easy for new, t- new people entering the space to just try to support their favorite person and end up getting rugged or whatever so that was an issue as well but um yeah a lot of people are still coming in it's just more about educating them with the right projects i feel like which is super hard because most projects aren't that good um so that's sort of what i've been trying to do lately
4: yeah what would you say to, to somebody who wants to get started what what should they be considering before they buy their first nft or start with their first project
3: Yeah, I tell them to just research it for, like, as long as they can before they even buy anything. Um, Follow the right people on Twitter, YouTube, and uh, stick with the blue chips at first if you can afford it. And if you can't, I tell them try to use their Web 2 skill set to find a job in Web 3, whether that's something simple like a Discord mod or graphic design or marketing. Because then you really start learning the space once you're working in it. And um, I I think that's pretty valuable. And there's a lot of different job opportunities in the Web3 space.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I like to talk about, (laughs) which brings us to CJ, who's working in the Web3 space as a DJ. (laughs) Do you have another question?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had a question. Um, And yeah, I 100% agree is to just not buy every single project you come across. That's something that I definitely, I always do my research and everywhere I go, but um, question, uh, where are you going to be speaking at this week um, in Vegas? And I do live in Vegas, so I would love to meet up and maybe hang out one day, maybe sit out for lunch or whatever, and this is kind of like my way of asking if we could just literally just meet. I don't, I haven't met anybody in Vegas yet um, that's in the NFT world, you know, I'm pretty new to this whole world, I've only been in it for five months, but I focus a lot of my time in the metaverse um, and with the music NFT space, but yeah, where are you speaking at this week, and hopefully we can hang out one day
3: yeah i'm not speaking actually it's an event called grow with video gary v speaking today at four it's at the m resort um alex is speaking tomorrow patrick bet david spoke yesterday it's been solid networking i met one of the guys that owns jersey mics we're meeting about nfts um and there's one airline i met with really high level people if you want to stop by it's at the m resort in henderson and then i have uh network nft networking events every two months in vegas if you want to come by the next one's june 17th
0: i think yeah, we need absolutely. to move to vegas everybody <laughs> it sounds <Absolutely>. like there's <laughs> a lot happening
1: i'm actually in henderson so maybe i can make that that stop over today i'll uh, i'll dm you and uh yeah hopefully we can get together one day and yeah man i got i do a lot of great things uh in the web3 space and it's been an awesome journey so can't complain one bit and uh shout out to everybody that's in here from decentraland i invited a bunch of my friends so shout out to mr Dingia and a few others. You got Oh no- Noho is in here too, um, No Homie. Um, we're going to be meeting up this week at a convention too. So much love to you guys.
5: Yeah, I was I was hoping you were going to say you're uh, going to be at Licensing Expo this week because I'll be there tomorrow and Thursday, uh, trying to talk to some brands and stuff. Um, I wanted to ask a question though about what you were talking about with the play to earn games. Um, I work for the group called Zesty Market, and traditionally we do like uh, advertising and WebXR, as well as uh, metaverse spaces. Um, But we're kind of at this pivot point where we're starting to realize that maybe our, like maybe what we've been going after with the metaverse spaces has been like a little bit too broad. Um, Like we're really just like targeting platforms right now. Um, But, excuse me, sorry.
7: (laughs) And uh,
5: one of the things we're looking at maybe like kind of, or we're kind of starting to focus in on, is how actually maybe instead of looking at metaverses, it's really like, I think our services could offer a lot to, you know, play to earn games is like providing an additional sink um, to like kind of stabilize some of the issues like you're talking about with like, is the play to earn model really sustainable in the, in the place it is right now? Cause a lot of it is like obviously supported by like that initial purchase of NFTs. Um, And it's, it's like, that's definitely like the thing a lot of people are figuring out is like, how do we, uh, you know, how do you have more going in than going out? Um, so if, if you would ever want to set up like a meeting time, like I, I would love to talk to you maybe about kind of what you're doing. Cause um, I, that's kind of what we're doing this week in Vegas is we're going to be more or less like testing the waters of brands and, and trying to figure out really like, you know, what their pain points are and maybe like how um, kind of what we're doing with advertising or even like uh, developing like more tools that could really like start to make that like pay to earn um, or play to earn, excuse me, environment more sustainable for people. Um, I don't know if that's something you'd be interested in, but um, if you look at my bio, um, there's a, the Zesty market uh, link and they're a real, real fun group of guys. So we, we definitely would be interested in connecting with you. Um, I'm sorry if I'm shilling too hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like maybe those networking events would be good for anyone in the area. What happens at those events, Sean?
3: Yeah, I've been having them for like five years, to be honest. I used to have them when I lived in Jersey, and I still remember the first one I had had like 30 people show up, but now there's like 300 to 500, and I just keep it simple. Sometimes I'll have a speaker come, but really it's just, you know, the people you meet at events. That's why I go to them at least. So I just just have everyone in a room, and I'll just make intros to people. I just love connecting people. I'm really passionate about that.
0: Okay, well, I'll get the information on that and share it out so everybody has it.
2: Uh, it looks like we also have a question from AFXO.
7: Um, hey, what's up, guys? Um, Nice to meet you guys. Um, If you guys haven't met me yet, I'm AFXO. Um, I've met Kelly, though, before. I've talked to her once. I believe in CJ. Um, what's up, guys? It's been a while. Um, I, I don't really hop onto spaces, but I saw this one, and... Sean Kelly was in it. And what's crazy is, um, nice to meet you, man. I'm an artist based from Vegas, too. And what's crazy, too, is I didn't even know about you really through um, NFTs yet. I actually, I've been in in NFTs for like about a year, I want to say. And I've been trying to like maneuver in the space as much as I can to like figure it out. And I mean, right now, I'm kind of like still trying to take my time you know just a day at a time and i've met like a lot of people i've networked in so many ways but personally me um so i'm trying to do this project and i'm trying to do it solo but um i met this other person and he was crazy is that he actually met you too and he's talked to me about you and i looked you up and he talked to me about your project so that's how i actually found out about you and you being on this space and you following me bro that is insane like you don't know how much that like kind of blew my mind because i mean the hype that i got from that guy and let alone one of my best friends too um actually one of the homies um, was telling me about your project through another well another guy had told them about your project and i was trying to tell my homie about nfts and he talked to me about your project and yeah man i just want to say kudos to all your success and it's amazing what you're doing for the nft community and how like you've grown and stuff um i'm 22 at the moment so i'm trying to Get myself up there, too, and trying to hustle as much as I can. So, I mean, it'd be cool if I could DM you uh, later just in regards to those uh, meets in Vegas, because I only know about, like, the NFT uh, Las Vegas community. I'm not sure if you know about that one. That happens, like, once a month. But I didn't even know you were hosting, like, this event or these events um, this coming week but that's cool man nice to meet you sorry i'm just dragging on guys but
0: that's no i think that's cool i i I didn't know about the meetups but we can also put them on the (laughs) we can put on the calendars everyone has them but it sounds like sean is an amazing person
3: (laughs) i mean i just i believe in energy and and karma so i just try to put out good energy you know
0: I'm not Are saying the, I didn't the, think you were to begin with, but, but everyone <laughs> just keeps confirming.
7: <laughs> so I guess I didn't really ask my question, though. Um, sorry. Is it okay if I ask my question? Okay. Super sorry. Um. So when you started uh, Chibi Dinos, did you collect a team at first? And, like, you said you invested your own money, or did you try to, like, Reach out to investors?
3: Um, yeah, so I invested my own money. I spent about 100K before we minted. That's why I was so anxious because I had a, a lot of money on the line, also. And because uh, I didn't know what I was doing really, I was just spending money. It was such a new idea at the time to launch a project. There was only like two a day launching back then. Well, oh, everyone, was, yeah, see <laughs> everyone was just figuring out what to do. And uh, I tried a bunch of different stuff. And um, now I know it's these days it's more common to seek out an investor. Um, but back then, I don't even think they would know what what an NFT was, you know.
7: Yeah, I feel you. Damn, that's that's cool. I um So like when you talk, well, now you say it's common to like actually reach out to investors and potentially like get like contracted.
3: Yeah, I've seen it now where they'll front all the money for marketing and expenses, and then they get their money back, and then a percentage of mint. Um, but I haven't, I haven't seen anyone do that that I know of. But I've, I've, I've been offered it personally.
7: Oh, word, that's dope. I didn't even know that. That's pretty cool. All right, thanks, man. Yep.
0: So, you said that, okay, so you launched your first collection in August, correct?
3: Yeah, August 20th.
0: Okay, August 20th. Okay, so it definitely has been a whirlwind. I was just doing the math here. And so, in the NFT space, it's like you've gone from, uh, yeah, launching, drinking for 18 minutes, <laughs> and then like uh, basically, you know, uh, shooting all the way up to the top. So, yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just thinking of what that must be like. So what do you do when you're not NFTing? <laughs> I guess is my next question. So how do you do that like work life balance? Cause I know even for me, I'm like a crazy person. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not launching NFTs, but just, you know, being in, in the web three space.
3: Yeah, I'm probably a bad example of work life balance, to be honest. Um, I probably work like twelve hours a day at least. But the cool thing is I love what I do. So doesn't feel like work and the days just fly by but if i'm not working i'm playing basketball um just started a new season at dexter it's been pretty solid um i love food i run a page on instagram called delicious and i just um eat at like vegas has so many restaurants like you never run out so every weekend we'll just try something new and that makes me so happy i I literally love food and uh, I got two dogs, so I play with them a lot as well.
0: Well, that's good to know. So I'll check that out. I'll check out Delicious. If you see anything gluten-free out there, let me know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, really big into gluten-free and, like, vegan. I don't know if, how many places are in Vegas like that. But <laughs> I have a lot of friends out there, so I'll have to come to one of the NFT events, and I'll get Eliza to come and Ari. <laughs> I'm... I, You're coming to Vegas, Ari. (laughs) I'd
3: love to have you guys. I I love being (laughs) in food too, especially in LA.
0: So how can people find you? What's the best way? It sounds like they can go to your events in Vegas. They can follow your social media channels, hop in Discord. It seems like there are many, many ways. But what what are the top ways to um, stay on top of what you're doing?
3: Yeah, probably the events or uh, Twitter, Instagram use those the most
0: all right okay well I think this was awesome and we're going to put a replay out um, on YouTube for people who couldn't make it and uh, the replay will be going and I guess if anyone has any more questions uh, you can tweet them at us does anyone else have anything they'd like to ask
2: we have Adam who just uh, requested a question
8: Oh yeah, what up, I didn't realize I got brought up. Uh what up, Sean? Uh, we've known each other for a bit. I was at your event in Vegas in uh, November, I think. Um, I just heard you talking about play to earn. I didn't have you launched your game yet?
3: No, thankfully we would have been wrecked with this yeah. recent recession. But, yeah.
8: No, I just I just wanted to comment on that. I think the biggest thing with play to earn right now is just tokenomics which i think you already know and i don't think really any project has created a play to earn game that's tokenomics can like sustain it living longer than three to six months so i've been i've been looking into that for a while that's what i've kind of been doing with my team for the past like i don't know it's nine months um but i think we should definitely chat just down the line or whenever you're closer to launching that and just would love to see what you're what you're up to
3: yeah, no, let's definitely chat because the game's ready. We're just waiting for the right, uh, right moment.
8: Yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in the same position with what I've been working on for the past like nine or ten months. So, yeah, we should definitely chat. I just want to hop up here and say that.
0: I think you brought someone else up, Caitlin.
2: Yeah, I was just looking for him. Uh, it was a Michael, but he might have gotten rugged.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Michael's gone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> righty then. I mean, yeah, I ha- happy you were able to come in. I know you're super busy. I know you're like I'm going to be hanging out with Gary V today and stuff. So <laughs> So thank you for taking time out to hop in here with us.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was a blast.
0: Yeah, so nice to meet you. We've all been researching and reading everything about you and you're very impressive. And I wish you the best of luck on everything.
3: You as well. I'll definitely send some people to hop on this Twitter space. It was fun.
0: Thank you. All right, everybody. We'll have a good rest of the Tuesday.
3: Awesome. Bye, guys.
0: Bye-bye.